0: as we faced a never-ending series of struggles this year, one question keeps coming to mind. What are we going to take away from all of this? What are we going to take away from surviving a global pandemic, from addressing racial inequality, from living in an age where truth is questioned or outright ignored at seemingly every turn? The fact of the matter is, no one knows. Sure, we can guess and speculate as to what we'll take away from this roller coaster of a year. But it's premature to say with absolute certainty what we'll learn and how we'll change because of what we have endured. That's because we are not yet the people we will be on the other side of all of this. Sure, we're on the road to where we're going, but the destination is unknown and remains out of sight. If there's one thing to learn from experiences like these... It's that the journey, rather than the destination, is the thing which ultimately determines who you are and what you believe once you've reached the other side. For planners like us, it's scary to be on this road while the outcome remains unknown. But be that as it may, we can find comfort in knowing that as Christians, we're not on this journey alone. Jesus walks alongside of us each step of the way. Sometimes he's silent. Other times, he's got a lot to say. But no matter what, he's always there. And through his presence alone, we're changed and transformed in ways we can't begin to describe or imagine. Even if you'd rather sit this journey out and let others make it for you. Each of us has to walk this road that we're on. But if we walk by faith and not by sight, we can trust that Jesus will lead us out of our suffering into a glorious, hopeful future. A simple, childlike faith is all that it takes to receive the rescue, redemption, and relationship that Jesus offers each of us. That's welcome news for our weary world. And in today's scripture from Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 11, Paul elaborates on the blessings which come through being justified by faith. So if you have your Bibles at home or follow along on the screen, we're going to read Romans chapter five verses 1 through 11. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. You see, at just the right time, when we were still still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since we have been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For if, while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only is this so, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. These beautiful words help us to remember the glory of God's love and the price that Jesus paid in order for us to receive it. And in order to receive it, all we have to do is believe, to have faith, to place our trust in the God who saves. That's good news for us today and every day. In a world where you have to prove yourself over and over again in order to be accepted by others, Jesus doesn't make you do anything. Rather, the free gift of his love comes as an invitation to believe, not a command to do something that you can't do on your own. In a world broken by sin, Jesus offers us the ultimate healing which comes by faith alone. Through this passage, Paul helps us to understand that in a world full of different expectations for different types of people, we stand before the risen Christ as equals, equals with the same invitation. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved through his life, death, and resurrection. Jesus has fulfilled the ancient promises of God, the promises of new life, a new world, and new beginnings, the promises of forgiven sins and eternal life, the promises of a personal relationship with the God who sets things right. Jesus has made these promises real, not for a select few with the right knowledge, skin color, or income level, but for all of us. He has made a way for us to experience the blessings which come through these promises. Now that way, of course, is by faith. By believing in Jesus, the things which keep us from experiencing the power of these promises are eliminated, forgotten forever because of our faith. Now we stand before God as justified children, servants prepared to bless our world like Jesus has blessed our lives. And what does Jesus bless our lives with through faith in him? That's what we're going to spend the rest of our time talking about as we consider the three greatest blessings which come by faith. Now first up, let's talk about the blessing of peace. As Paul writes in verses 1 and 2, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace which we now stand. Having been justified through faith, God no longer sees you as an enemy. He sees sees you as his friend, as a member of the covenant family for whom the promises of God have finally come true through Jesus. If Christ has rescued, redeemed, and justified us, then what have we to fear? Sure, life in the here and now will continue to contribute its fair share of setbacks and sorrows. But at least now we, know that, uh, now we know that God is standing there in our struggles with us, working all things together for our good. Throughout this passage of Scripture, Paul reminds us what Christ has done in order to save us. And that leads us to consider this amazing thought. If Jesus was willing to help us in our struggles while we were still his enemies, how much more will he help us now that we are his friends? As Jesus tells us in John 16, verse 33, I have told you these things so that that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Moving along let's turn our attention to the second blessing which comes through faith, the blessing of perseverance. As we consider the struggles that we're facing as a world today, verses 3 and 4 of this passage remind us of the spiritual growth we can experience when we embrace rather than avoid the challenges of the moment. As verses 3 and 4 say, Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings, Because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. When we're reconciled to God through faith, we discover that he longs not only to deepen his relationship with us, but to equip us for service in his kingdom. Paul wants us to understand that this service will require more from us than we can possibly imagine. It brings all kinds of pressures and problems that require us to hang on in faith faith and hope even when we don't sense God's presence, even when we don't feel as though there's anything happening. Well, you know, feelings ebb and flow. They lead us to experience immeasurable highs and unfathomable lows. But faith is not a feeling. It's a constant, subtle, underlying assurance That allows us to keep moving even when it seems as though we're moving against the tide. Because if being justified through faith means anything. It means our acceptance of a new way of life. Of service in a new kingdom and for a new master rather than ourselves. Of course, the world around us largely dismisses the importance of a faithful life. Why give your life to something that demands so much from you? Why give your life away to somebody else? Why swim against the tide? Just relax, let go, and go with the flow. Well, in Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14, Jesus says, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. To enter through the small gate, while the world tries to nudge you towards the broad gate, requires perseverance. Not the kind which comes through some sort of physical or emotional toughness, but rather the perseverance that comes only by faith. Such perseverance helps us develop time-tested character, because only those traits within ourselves that are good, right, and true will survive the struggles and sufferings we endure in this life. Along the way, we start to look more like Christ as our faith continues to convince us that He is the one who can overcome anything. As John the Baptist says in John chapter 3, verse 30, He must become greater. I must become less. This is how we persevere. This is how we develop character. This is how we receive the hope that faith provides. By believing that Jesus is our Savior in every season of life, good and bad. By believing that life is richer and more fulfilling. By being more like him and less like ourselves. Because the fact of the matter is this. Faith is a marathon, not a sprint. It's a long obedience in the same direction. And through the blessing of perseverance... We will not lose sight of Jesus and his love. The last blessing we receive through faith is the greatest blessing of all, a personal relationship with God. In verse 8, Paul writes, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Our sin keeps us separated from God. It prevents us from experiencing intimacy with our holy and righteous creator. Despite our best efforts and good intentions, we can't do anything to fix this broken relationship. We're entirely dependent on God to do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. That's a tall order, especially when you stop to consider how sin makes us enemies with God. But friends, that of his great love for you and me, God has showered his enemies with unspeakable love and amazing grace through the gift of his son, Jesus Christ. He is our olive branch from heaven, the one who sets things right, the one who reconciles and repairs that which has been ripped apart by sin. Now that we have been reconciled through faith, we can stand in God's presence as friends, not enemies. And through this friendship, We can experience a personal relationship with God. A relationship which pours wisdom, love, acceptance, purpose, and power into our lives at every turn. Paul wants to usher Jews and Gentiles alike into this kind of relationship with God through faith in Christ. He's personally encountered the God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. And wants others to know love and serve him as well. As we close, I hope that today's scripture has helped move you from suffering to hope as we consider the blessings that faith brings. Life isn't easy for anybody nowadays, but our God is the God who sets things right. And through our faith in him and our service to his kingdom, we can experience and share these blessings each and every day. Would you pray with me? God, we thank you so much that you want to come and be with us in this moment. We thank you so much that you want to come and be with us in a personal way. Because, God, we know that you're not far off and aloof from our problems, our sufferings, and our struggles. But, God, you are right here with us. And we gain that access, Lord, through faith. Faith in your Son, Jesus Christ, who has reconciled us to yourself, who has justified us in your sight. God, let us never forget the power of the faith we have in your son Jesus and the blessings we receive, the blessings of peace, perseverance, and a personal relationship with you. God, we thank you for being with us each and every day. Continue to bless and watch over our world, our country, and our community and help us all to turn to you in faith in order to heal our land, to heal our hearts, And so that your kingdom might come on earth as it is in heaven. Amen.